knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hey, guys, and welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101 podcast, as always, presented by our good friends over at Scentlock. I am excited because this week I've got Donnie Howell from Ready Nutrients, and we talk all about just creating a healthier lifestyle, which in turn will make us better hunters and keep us on the mountain and in the woods longer in our life. I met a really good friend named Harv Ebers who is well into his 80s, and Harv still gets to bow hunt, and he largely equates that to resistance training, which he still does every single day. Guys, this is not an episode about running marathons and getting as jacked as you can. This is not encouraging you to become the next Instagram fit hunter. This is just encouraging you to live a healthier lifestyle and how to do so, how to just get out and move, going on walks and doing things with your kids and doing a little bit of resistance training just to ensure that you can hunt for the rest of your life. Guys, it's a good episode. Donnie shares lots of tips. I share my story on when I decided that I would never let my physical ability stop me from killing an animal again. Donnie shares his transformation and when that switch clicked in his head. Guys, it's a good episode. I would highly encourage you to stay tuned in. Um, And if you're not into fitness, if you're not into that type of thing, I promise you this episode is not going to deter you. Uh, But my hopes is that would encourage you just to live a bit of a healthier lifestyle. Thanks for listening. And guys, I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101 podcast, where hunters new and old come to learn and find inspiration from stories of hunts gone by. Everyone is welcome to enjoy the outdoor way of life, and there is no better time to start than right now. So let's head into the great outdoors with your host, Dylan Ray. I'm very picky about the nonprofits that I will support. Um, I look into them a lot. I don't just jump in and support anybody that says we're a nonprofit. Um, I met a, a friend of mine. His name is Jim Mesh, and he runs a memorial fund, a scholarship in his brother's name, the John V. Mesh Memorial Scholarship. And what they do, they have a passion for getting kids involved in outdoors. So they host these events around the country uh, to get kids introduced to hunting, but also to raise money for their scholarship fund, which is the John V. Mesh Scholarship. And what that is, is that's a scholarship that if any student is going into a field of conservation study, they can apply for this this scholarship. And it's a substantial scholarship. That's another thing. If, if, if they say we're a nonprofit, we do all this, and then they give you know, a $1,000 scholarship, then you're like, well, where does the rest of the money go? But they give a very substantial, substantial scholarship uh, to a student every year looking to go into a conservation field of study. So guys, maybe you are a student and you're studying some, some field of conservation, I would encourage you to apply for the John V. Mesh Memorial Scholarship, but also I would encourage you, everybody, to support this nonprofit scholarship fund, uh, whether it's through a one-time donation, a monthly donation, or attending one of their events, uh, or or buying one of the things they have on auction uh, at these events. Support 
a company that's supporting our rights as hunters by furthering our conservation efforts by supporting students who are going into a conservation field of study. Guys, go check out the John V. Mesh Memorial Scholarship at johnvmesh.org. So, Donnie, I um, you know, I haven't I haven't shared kind of my my testimony in a while. Um, it, my testimony, if you will. Um, but here's what happened to me. I was a, I was a high school athlete and, uh, you know, stayed physically fit my whole life, ran cross country track, played basketball, um, you know, played sports my whole life growing up. Yeah. And, uh, as a young married guy, uh, I got married young in college. So I got, you know, there's that freshman 15, they say I got like the freshman 40, in college, you know, um, yeah, sure. but also there's something that happens when you get married and you've got this gal cooking for you. Uh, yeah. well, for me, I got married so young that those stacked up. So, you know, I got the, the freshman 40 immediately followed by the young married, just getting fat and happy. Um, well then, you know, fast forward a few years and, and, uh, we were about to have our second child and, and I was about to go on this hunt and, um, I was going with the guys from from SNS Archery there in in uh, in Idaho, and yeah. I was just talking to them leading up to the to the hunt, and um, like, well, are you physically active? And and it never dawned on me really, you know. I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah, I, you know, I played sports my whole life. I'm I'm a fit guy, you know. I, I'll be fine. And uh, he said, well, how how much have you been working out? How much you've been working uh, running? How much you been? I'm like, uh, none. But like, dude, I'm in shape, you know, it's, it's, it's whatever, you know? And, sure. um, and, uh, I remember like finally looking at myself being like, hold on, I weigh 220 pounds. Like I graduated high school, 170 soaking wet. Like what happened? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I thought maybe I'm not in as good a shape as I thought I was. And so I just started hitting the gym like crazy for the, for the two months leading up to that hunt. And, uh, I lost 20 or so pounds, um, maybe even 30 at that point. I don't remember when I went on the hunt, how much I had lost, but enough to be proud of. And, uh, and so yeah, we go on the hunt bet. and I still, man, I still get my tail kicked. Like it was still just horrible. And, uh, of course you take a Midwestern boy and you know, I live at, I live at 900 foot of elevation and we're getting out of the truck at six, you know? And so it was just yeah. like. I just got my butt, yeah, <laughs> I got my butt kicked, man. And so it was one of those deals where leaving to come home, it was like, okay, well, we're, we're never going back to that again. Like we're never getting back to that point again. And on that hunt, and I'm not saying, well, I am saying my physical abilities hindered me from killing a bear. Um, sure. we put like a, a mile and a half stock on this bear and, and we get within a couple hundred yards and I take a shot and I miss. Well, I miss because I'm laying on the ground. You know, I lay prone and get on my bag and I miss because I'm sitting there <gasps> trying to yeah. shoot this bear. Heart rate's 160. Oh my gosh. And for the next year, I I took a picture um, from like a, a helipad where you could see the whole area where this, this played out. And for the next year, that was the wallpaper on my phone. And I just, I, every time I saw that picture, I decided I I will never let my physical abilities hinder me from being successful in the woods again now don't get me wrong my dad's one of the greatest hunters i know and he he doesn't work out i mean he's 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 60 plus years sure. i shouldn't say he doesn't he hikes he doesn't lift weights he doesn't um but i grew up in southern arkansas dude with 
fat old men at deer camp. Like sure. I know that you don't it's have to shirt be, Levi's. You know, ten percent body fat to kill deer. I know that, but does it hurt? That that's the question. Yeah. Um. It it can't hurt to to get to your stand less out of breath. It can't hurt to get to your stand less sweaty and less just. It, dude, I remember used to walk to my stand. You know, early season, you're drenched in sweat, and you're like, "Oh, that sucked." I only walked 500 yards, but that sucked. Yeah. And I'm like, absolutely. I'm like, you know, sure, you can still get to your stand and kill deer. I'm not saying you have to be like some crazy in shape guy to kill deer in the Midwest or in the South. I know that. But it doesn't but it hurt. Hurt. It doesn't yeah. hurt. It's never going to hurt you. And, you know, I remember, like, having to call buddies to get a deer in the back of my truck. Like, I remember having to call buddies to help me drag out a deer. And that's where that switch changes. It's like, okay, well, if I've been working out, I can probably deadlift this deer in the back of my truck. If right. I've been working out, I can probably pull this 300 yards to get to the road. And that's where things start to change. And, uh, you know, I, I went hunting with a guy. Um I took him hunting for the first time. His name's Joey Zatmer. He's a national champion, strongman, uh, very well, yeah. you know, very well successed in his world of powerlifting and, and strongman. And, and, uh, I remember thinking like, Oh, we got to go get this deer out. And Joey didn't need help grabbing that, that deer. Yeah. He literally threw it over his shoulder, which I'm not saying I'll probably ever get to that point, but he threw it over his shoulder and walked out with this 200 pound plus buck that he just shot. And I'm like, you know, that must be nice. Like that can't, that can't hurt. And so I just made a decision in my life that, and guys, like if you know me, homeboy likes to eat some cookies. Like I'm not saying I, I, I eat as strict as I've ever been and I work out seven times a week, but I do things to stay physically fit to better my chances in the woods. That's what I do. Uh, but I also, you know, I'm just a huge believer and me and Donnie were just talking about this. I'm a huge believer in just quality of life. Like I'm a huge believer in, I want to yeah, be able to play sports sure. with my kids. I want to jump on the trampoline with my kids without dying. I want to be able to, to go on a walk with my kids while they ride their bikes. And I want to be able to, to just live a long and happy life. And, um, you know, I met this Dylan, guy. Don't you think that, don't, don't you think real quick, Dylan, like hunting is a part of our life, right? hundred percent. But that's a portion. That's a season of our life, right? The rest of your life, if you're healthier, don't you think you have a better life? 100%. If you're physically fit, you can interact with your family and the people you love and your yes. kids and your friends. You interact so much differently that yeah. you train for that portion of your life. And that is incredibly important for you and I and for all these people out here. Absolutely. But the benefit that it rolls over into the rest of your life, it's unbelievable how that will benefit you. Just yeah. be a little bit more physically fit. Just yeah, and I'm again, guys. Like I'm not saying you have to start running a marathon a day and and lifting weights every day of your life. Trust but me, I don't. There, yeah, <laughs> but there are some general things that you can do to stay healthier, which will make your hunting more enjoyable. It'll make your life just just easier and better. I mean, I Donnie, I used to be. We used to be the kind of people, and I can say this because she'll never listen to the podcast, but. You know, my wife has, has lost 60 plus pounds as well. And we used to be the kind of people where our date night was, let's go get ice cream and shove our face full of cookies. And we're so full, we can't yeah. even function anymore. And baby, that was fun. Well, we just went on a date night and we said, hey, let's find somewhere to go hiking. Like, let's find something to do together. 
Yeah. And it's just crazy how much better life is like that. The relationship is better too, don't you think? I think across the time, your relationship with her is better because you're doing things together that are benefiting both of you. Oh, yes. You know? And Absolutely. look who that's helping. That's helping your kids. It's helping your parents. It's helping your friends. Like there's, there's a certain portion of being healthy that's a little selfish, but that selfish gives way to you being able to be a better person for everybody around you. You, you can never be your best self. You can never deliver your best product to the world if you're miserable and and not in a reasonable, you know, fit world. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, and my um my my mentor in traditional archery, um, the guy that that got me started shooting a recurve, his name's Harv Ebers. Um, he's an absolute legend. I mean, he he was one of the founding members of of Pope and Young. Uh, was inducted into the Archery Hall of Fame. Hunted with Fred Bear. I mean, just a, a a fantastic guy. And the first time I ever met him, Harv's got to be. I mean, he's 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 over eighty. I would guess eighty two, eighty three. Um, and the first time I ever met him, I said, "Well, man, do you do you get to hunt anymore? Like, do you still get to hunt?" And he's like, "Shot a doe last night." Like, what do you mean do I still get to hunt? And I was like, with your bow? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. And I remember asking him one time, I said, Harv, what do you equate, like, your ability to still hunt well into your 80s? What do you equate that to? And he looked around his basement, and there was free weights laying everywhere. And he said, I'm 80 years old, and I still, every single day, resistance train. Um, Without a doubt. Am I powerlifting? No. Am I... Bench pressing 225? No. Am I? But I still do things so I can continue to hunt. And that's when I, I mean, that was part of my driving force behind like, I need to do this so that I can keep hunting well into my 80s. No, I, I agree 100%. You know, I, like you, I have a similar story. I was 40, you know, I'm an old man at this point. I mean, I'm 56 years old. I'm still in reasonable shape, but I, at 47, I had an epiphany. It was like, I woke up one morning, looked in the mirror, and I was not happy with what I saw. Like you, I was always an athlete. I was always reasonably fit. Something happened. I couldn't put yeah. my finger on it, but I knew I had to change. Right. And that kind of gave me my life back in a lot of ways, if that makes sense. Like being able to get out and do things I want when I want to do it, how I want to do it on my terms, it changed my life. Yeah. And it will like, that's what I, you know, and again, like, I'm not trying to, I I don't want to push like some, you know, get jacked program. Um, No, that's not, no, it's about moving your body, lifting some weights now and again, and being cognizant of what your real goals are and always working towards those goals. Yeah. Like there's some things that I do specifically for knee health, like just yeah. when I get on the mountain, I know my knees aren't going to hurt. I know my knees aren't going to crumble. I know my knees aren't going to give out. There's some specific things I do for shoulders just to keep my shoulders fluid. Um, and that's largely because my dad, um, you know, I, I, I said my dad still hunts and, and he's one of the best hunters I know, but my dad would absolutely love to be hunting with a recurve right now. If his shoulders weren't bum, if his shoulders yeah. weren't bad, he would love to be hunting with a recurve, but he can't. So he's got to back his his compound way down so he can be able to still even hunt with his compound. 
And, uh, you know, my dad was a, a very successful wrestler. Um, and, and that's what, you know, he'll, he'll say that that's why I'm not, I'm not saying if you're a wrestler to, to stop, but, um, you know, getting his shoulders cranked on his whole life and wrestling, he just can't do it anymore. And, I, you know, so there's things I do to keep my shoulders fluid and keep my shoulders strong just so I can continue to draw a bow back. You know, I, I'm not a, a preacher of, now I, if, if you know me at all, I don't want you to say, dude, you're so contradictory because I do, I've got several friends in the powerlifting and strongman world. Um, so I do go on the heavier side of things. Um, and I get that. So I don't want you to think I'm contradicting myself there. But what I am saying is that for the general guy who just wants to hunt, you know, I'm not promoting some powerlifting program or some get jacked program. I'm telling you to get out and, and, and just get active. Throw some yeah. boots on with a heavy pack and go walk. Like, you know, do some shoulder stuff. Do some some knee stuff. Do some flexibility stuff, some hip stuff. Um, yeah. You know, I, I remember. I, Dylan, I like to call those things. I like to call those functional fitness. Yes. Absolutely. Do the kind of movements that will benefit you in every aspect of your life. Do they, yeah. do they play into hunting? Absolutely. But do the kind of things that will benefit every part of your life. Putting a pack on and going yeah. for a walk, one of the best things you can do. It's unbelievable. Yep. The other thing it does is you realize after you lose 40 pounds, holy crap, I was carrying a pack around all the time. Exactly. I remember one time when I had hit that 50-pound mark, I was going out with my dad in, in southern Arkansas. We we're going to put corn out, and I threw a 50-pound bag of corn over my shoulder, and I thought, holy crap, this used yeah. to be attached to my body. Yeah, like that's unbelievable no wonder, to re have that realization. Oh my gosh, it's like no wonder my knees don't hurt as much anymore. Right? No wonder I feel five years younger. No wonder yeah. I can, you know, play with my kids more. This used to be strapped to my body at, at fifty pounds, and it doesn't go away. And um, <laughs> so, I, I know my answer, uh, but I want to know yours. It for somebody listening, I the whole point of this podcast is to teach and inspire. So for somebody listening and they say, yeah, man, I, I do need to start getting control of some things. I want to be able to hunt for a long time. I, I want to be healthier on the mountain. I want to be healthier in the in the woods. I want to just live a healthier, happier lifestyle. What are some things that you personally would start implementing? I kind of break my, my lifestyle into three aspects of my life. I break it into the way I eat, the way I tra train, and my mental health meaning how tough am I mentally, mentally, spiritually, that emotional health. The biggest thing people could do is learn to control your food. And look, you need to know I'm a cheesecake guy and I don't have a piece of cheesecake. I eat cheesecake. Okay. The whole cake. But I, right. But I, <laughs> I know I'm going to be in the gym tomorrow, so I'm not worried about it. But I live in what's called the 80-20 rule, Dylan. 80% of the time, I'm pretty diligent about what I eat. 20% of the time, I don't worry about it because that keeps my mental health good. I'm never thinking, oh, I can't have that. I'm only thinking I'm going to have that, but I'm only going to have this much. That helps. The other thing is do some resistance training. Lift some damn weight. It sounds crazy. You're not doing it to get jacked. Your body is meant to move. It is meant yeah. to move around. And if you put it, we live in a society where we sit, right? We sit all day. We sit at a computer. We sit at our phone. We sit in our car. 
we sit, we sit, we sit. We're not as active as we used to be. I mean, I grew up on a farm. I was active all the time. I didn't have to worry about anything. I was always going. As you get a little older, you get in a career, that changes. The best thing you can do, and it doesn't have, it's not a crazy program. Like you said, I'm not asking people or I never tell people you, you want to get jacked. I just tell them you want to be functionally fit. You want to make sure if you try to engage your muscles, they work. You know, the happier and healthier you are in that regard, the better off you're going to be. But I definitely tie those things around, you know, your, your physicality, how you eat, and then you tie it into how does that make you feel? Because I tell everybody losing weight is never a goal. It's a byproduct of the real win, which happens between your ears. Yeah. I, what I tell everybody and like him, love him or hate him. I, I consider him a friend, so I'm going to say I like him. Um, but John Dudley, you know, he put out that program, you I don't bet. know how many years ago, but just a push, pull, squat, hinge, core Absolutely. type workout. And what John means by that is like, I'm not going in to train muscle groups and I don't have a back day and I don't have a chest day and, yep. you know, I'm not doing all of these things, but I go in with movements in mind. So I want to work on yes. pushing heavy weight. Um, you know, whether that be bench press, because you are technically been pushing weight away from you. That's right. Uh, but I, you know, I want to practice movements because when you, if, when, when you were in Idaho hunting, you have a 40 pound pack. When you set it on the ground, eventually you have to pick that pack up and put it on your back. Yep. It's the number one place guys that are out of shape hurt themselves is they put a pack down and they try to lift it back up and they tweak their back. Cause their muscles not, you know, cause their muscles not used to bending that way. Yeah. They're, you know, moving your body with a sandbag or oh, anything, anything you can do to recreate those environments you're going to operate in. That's just a win. Yeah, absolutely, man. One of my favorite exercises that I think everybody needs to start doing is just some sort of carry movement. Uh, oh, yeah. What I mean by that is pick up heavy weight and carry it. Like Walk I look it. like an idiot. Because my gym is at my house, so I look like an idiot sometimes because I'm walking down the road with a barbell on my back. You know, yeah, I mean, just walking down the road carrying weights. However, like that's that's the most functional movement like that I can think of is just carrying something, whether it's on my back or whether it's in a rack position or whether it's you know just kettlebells yeah. down by my side, whatever. Just walk and carry something heavy. Um, but one thing that changed my life was. Um, and I don't, I think it was Stan efforting that, that kind of started it, but, um, I saw Mark Bell promoting 10 minute walks, um, yeah. just go out on 10 minute walks. And, and what, what I do is, is three times a day I work from home, uh, which can be super lay on the couch and work on your computer all day long, sit at your desk all day and send emails and write and do whatever video editing, whatever you're doing, do it all right. day long. Um, it can be super hard falling into that just, you know, laziness. And so I force myself three times a day to go walk for 10 minutes. That's going to keep me physically active all day. It's going to make my work way more productive. Uh, way more. When I get back, like I, you're like, I, I can't afford to do that. I, I, don't, I don't have enough time in my day to do that. I almost look at it now as I don't have time to not do that. Because it's going yeah. to make, when I get back to the office, when I get back to my desk, it's going to make that time so much more productive because 
my 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 blood is pumping and I'm moving. I've got blood in my brain now and and uh you know I'm not droggy and tired. I've got up and I've got moving around. So it, I lift weights every morning for about an hour um and I practice functional fitness uh where I push weights, pull weights, uh do some squat exercises, some hinge exercises just to to practice everyday movements. Right. I lift I every morning. Great. And then three 10 minute walks a day. And that has yeah. changed my life immensely. It kind of goes back to what I was saying before about like the losing weight game. Everybody thinks that's the goal. That's really not the win. You just hit the nail on the head. How do you feel going back to work? How much more productive are you at work? You know, how much more are engaged are you while you're doing your work? You know, that little bit of movement, the that oxygen to your brain, releasing a little bit of hormones, you know, you get your dopamine, your serotonin working. There's magic that happens in that. You know, your your body yeah. will come along. If you want to change your body, that'll happen. But what happens in your mind and how you function in your between your ears, it's radical. And if you think that doesn't relate to being good on the mountain, to being if you're tired, you just bailed up a hill because you're trying to get in front of this buck. You know, you've got to cut him off. If you get up there and you're in shape and you can get your heart rate back down and your brain works because it's used to all that dopamine and, and norepinephrine rolling through your brain, you can sit in and settle a shot and do your thing. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a foreign ingredient to your brain. That's when you get all wound up. Yeah. And, and, and I say it all the time. I say I'm not trying to be the next Cameron Haynes, but I do shoot while I'm lifting. Um, you know, I shoot between reps because that's going to teach my body. You're out of breath. It does calm your Without breath, a doubt. calm your body and make a shot. Yep. And yeah, focus. Uh, yeah. It's life changing, man. Yeah. I it's, it's, a you know, you always say you don't want to be the next Cameron Haynes, but, but you have not? to respect what Cam can do. <laughs> you have to respect hundred percent, hundred, you know, as, as a man seeing what Cam can do. I think it's an amazing thing. Yeah. You know, we work with a, a good friend is. of mine, uh, Johnny Utah out of Iowa. Yep. And Johnny's former special forces guy. I respect what he can do because that guy is, he's physically tough, you know, and he, like you and like I, he trains for that functional fitness. How can I be strong on the mountain? You know? Yeah. And that's what, you know, you say physically tough. And all of these things equate to mental toughness as well. Um, Without you know, a doubt. I, I've been with guys on the mountain, and I'm like, you can keep going. Your mind is just telling you you can't. Like, you're not even tricking tired, me. dude. Yeah, you're, you're not even tired. <laughs> it, but your brain is just saying, like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Um, and, and the same it's is true. Foreign, though, been, Dylan, 100%. that's foreign to them. It's foreign to feel that way. And if you get accustomed to feeling that way, you know what that feels like. You know what you have left in the tank. You know, okay, I'm fatigued, but I am not tired. I am far yeah. from being done. Yeah. And that's that's for me the biggest thing that 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 the physical exercise and pushing yourself a little bit every day will change for you is the mental side of things. Um, yeah. and, and just being able to go, man, I've been pheasant hunting with guys before and they're like, oh, I got to sit down and take a break. I'm like, dude, we're walking in a wheat field in Kansas. You wow. don't have to take a break. <laughs> like, but, but when you average 4,000 steps a day, because you sit at your desk all day and you never get up and move, 
Sure. I mean, you're going to feel tired after walking two miles without, a but doubt. when you get up and when you just move your body and, and, and guys, whatever you enjoy, and I'm not telling you, you have to find something and just, it sucks. I hate running. I despise the only time you're going to see me running is if a bear is chasing me, I'm not going to run, but I love riding a bike. Like that's yeah. fun. And it's a way yeah. to move my body. It's a way yep. to get out and, and, and for to, to just, well, a enjoy nature. I mean, I live in Kansas, so I'll just get on my bike and start riding and ride down a dirt road and, and I'll be seeing deer and pheasants and turkeys. And, and it's just a fun time to ride a bike. It's something I can do with my whole family. Uh, it's something I can do with my wife and my kids. Um, and it's something I enjoy. I'm not telling you, you have to find something and just, it, it just sucks. And that's what you have to do. Um, D- Dylan, one of the things people need to find is find your thing. That's most important because if you don't find your thing, you won't do it. So you've got to find your thing. You know, I love to get on the stair climber. I hate it, but I love how I feel when I get off that thing. Yeah. You know, when you smash through, you know, I love to hike with a pack on my back. You know, I live in, in Northern Utah. I had the luxury of being able to hit the mountain and be at, you know, 7,800 feet in a matter of minutes. And I love that. I love the grind of having my pack on and just going, you know? Yeah. And well, then you got to find what? your thing, whether it's the yeah. bike or the treadmill or running outside or on a rower, find it, find what that thing is and do that thing. Yeah. And that's why, that's why I'm a big proponent of the whole flexibility in the gym with the push pull movements. Huge. Because when I go in, it doesn't, I'm not following some program that says, all right, I got to do three sets of 12 on, you know, dumbbell bench that I don't want to do that at all, but I have to. So my program says, no, I do movements that I enjoy that are going to help me in the long run. Um, so, you know, if if that, if that given day is a push day, you know, I'm going to pick out five or six push movements that, that, that sound good for that day. And some days it's, you know, man, I don't know why I chose that. That sucked, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it gives me flexibility. I get to do things that I enjoy doing. So, you know, I, I'm not big on, Hey, here's your program. This is what you have to do. You know, Tuesdays are these lifts and, and this amount of time and this amount of rep ranges, find something you enjoy and do it. You know, Dylan, there's, there's two schools of thought on that. And some people initially need that programming. Oh, 100%. Yes. They need that they need that defined place to and and a lot of it's it's not their fault, but maybe they don't know what to do. Right. So then once they learn what to do, they can kind of, then they get to take it on themselves and it becomes a thing of its own. But when you get someone who's never picked up a weight, they need discipline. They need the ability to go in or they need motivation initially, which turns into discipline after they've done it for a while. But some people yeah. need a program. Some people do not, you know, and, and there, there are, you know, you could advocate for either of those, but it definitely depends on where you're at in that journey. You know, as far as I need help, you know, I mean, there, are, I get people every day who come to me like, I don't know how, I don't know how to do this. Please show me. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you right now and they want help, just to get get a hold of their life. How do they get in touch with you? Uh, I would probably email me. That's the easiest. My email is Donnie, D-O-N-N-I-E, at 
L-I-V-E-R-E-D-Y.com, LiveReady.com. That's our Guys, website. I, you know I'm in the supplement business. so Yeah, we'll get there in a minute um, about supplements yeah, and stuff. Yeah, no worries. But, but um, yeah, reach out. I, I talk with people every day, Dylan. I have people every day reach out. And, you know, we talk. I That's one of the things I love the most about what I do is I get to interact with people in a very intimate way where they're coming to me. And, you know, sometimes it takes a lot of courage to ask someone for help. Yeah. And they reach out and they're like, hey, like, I don't know what to do. Like, and you just put them on a little path. And I always tell them you can't eat the elephant all at once. We're trying to eat this elephant one bite at a time. And you get them on a path of consistency and then that consistency and that motivation turns into discipline and pretty soon you just kind of they're like a child you raise them and you send them on their way and let them do yeah. their thing and i and love I can that say this too it. like if you're already in fitness and you're like i've got a handle on this but i need to take you to the next level donnie's still your guy um <laughs> donnie is a is a an accomplished um bodybuilder um and and weight trainer and so if you're like man i just want to get to the next level donnie's still your dude so reach out um you know i uh, i did want to say too though (laughs) i agree with you on the whole some people need a program because when i started there's no way that i would have when i was coming in to choose my movements there's no way i would have pushed myself hard enough um, I would have just said, you know, there's a big difference. You know, there, I, I would have never chose. All right, let's do four sets of twelve pull ups because that's going to suck. But but now I'm to that point where I I can push myself hard enough to make those decisions. So um, I, I agree a hundred percent. Whether you are to that place or not, again, all of these things, Donnie can help you figure out. Uh, Donnie can help you nail those things down. So reach out. Um, Reach out to me and I'll put you in touch with Donnie um, because I'm I'm also a big proponent of finding somebody. Yeah, find some find somebody who is well accomplished and and knows their stuff and get with them. Um, so that's that's what I do. Um, I've gotten that comment a lot on a lot of different things. People are like, "Oh, well, if I got to learn how to shoot a recurve from Tom Clum, I'd be good too." And I'm like, "Go to Tom Clum then. Like, there's yeah. nothing stopping you." Um, I, I but you still have to put in the reps. You still got to exactly. put in the work. It doesn't matter oh who God. teaches you. The work still has to get done. Yeah. The difference 100%. between being accomplished and not, it's just work. Yeah. You've got to well, do the work. You have to be and, willing and to do that work. That's, that's the difference is people, I, I've literally gotten that comment maybe four times. If I got to learn how to shoot from Tom, I would be a good shot too. And I'm like, dude, I flew to Denver. On my time, my money, I flew to Denver and I spent days learning from Tom. That's what right. I wanted to invest in. So I'm a big proponent of just go to somebody who's well accomplished and good and start and get the advice from them and, and, and dive in. And and so Yeah, I agree hundred percent. So getting you are in the supplement world. What we and are. again general health. What are some supplements that people should start taking to make them better on the mountain? A lot of that depends on what your goals are. I'll be really honest with you. Um, There's a lot. Here's the world of the Internet. Is there so much information on the Internet? A good portion of it is bad. Um, I try to glean my information from just like you just said, from men who know a lot more than me. 
were yeah. much, much smarter. You know, I listen and interact with PhDs so that I'm getting information that comes from a real world. I'm not just talking bro science, you know, there, there's three really key components to any type of fitness on the mountain, it's your energy, your recovery, and your growth, right? And in that world, if you're struggling with energy, I use a pre-workout. It gets me up and gets me going. I use a recovery product. I think you do as well. Use our, our branch chain amino and essential amino recovery product and a creatine product. You know, that's a growth product, you know, protein and creatine. Those are, those are the prime basis. Now, you don't, I'm not here to sell you supplements. You don't have to take a supplement, but they can enhance your performance. They can enhance your recovery and they can enhance your growth. And that all that does for me is speeds up the wheel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I, dude, I have, <clears throat> I have become such a believer in, in BCAAs and electrolytes. And, you know, it's one of those things where I tell people, I'm like, even if you don't train at all, you should be taking them. You should be drinking them, um, and getting them, especially if you're on the mountain, uh, because you get on the well, mountain yeah, and you're so I live on them on so the much. Yeah. You start yeah. sweating so much and, and putting on all this energy and your legs are roasted at the end of the day. You need to, to, to have those things to help you and to, to, for, and again, listen, some guys are like, Oh dude, I, it's a supplement. It's not, it, it doesn't take over for bad diet. It doesn't take over for working nope. out. It doesn't take over for all those things, but it supplements you in doing those things. So it helps Correct. you in doing those things. Um, but you know what? Something, Dylan, that like we design our products mountain first. That means we test them on the mountain. Yeah. The reason I do that is I know if they work on the mountain, that they'll work in the gym. A gym product doesn't necessarily work on the mountain. They're very different, you know, and we design mountain first, gym second. And that That's awesome. is because my passion, I love the gym. Like it is my safe place. It is my place to go. Let my crazy go. But my joy in life comes from being on the mountain and being yeah. outside and doing those things. And so well, we and, operate in that mode. And, and I tell everybody, and I'll never stop saying this, I train so that I can be a better hunter. Correct. What I mean by that is if it's hunting season, I'm probably not training, probably hunting. Um, I don't, I don't miss a hunt because I need to train. Like It's right. not like, a man, I want to go on the morning hunt tomorrow, but did I miss the gym if I did? I, the only reason I was in the gym was to be able to hunt more successfully. So I'm not going to miss hunting to work out, but I was yep. in a, you know, one time me and Joey were in the gym and he was doing a video and he just said, hey, why do you, why do you train? And, you know, being, being the, the channel that he is, you know, he's got a lot of power lifters, a lot of strong men on his channel. And so, you know, they're crazy, you know, they're, they're deadlifting 900 and squatting 800. I mean, doing crazy stuff. Different goals, and though, I, right? <clears throat> different goals. And I simply said, I hunt, I train so that I can be more successful while hunting. That's yep. it. Guys, there's one fabric that if you're not wearing, you absolutely should be. 
It's a magic fabric. It changes everything about the way you layer, everything about the way you dress, everything about the way you hunt. And that is Merino wool. I couldn't even begin to tell you all of the benefits of Merino wool. And I'm going to miss some for sure. But guys, whether it's summer or whether it's winter, uh, this is going to keep you cool in the in the summer. It's moisture wicking. It's going to pull the moisture away from your body, but it's also going to hold your heat in the winter. It is antimicrobial. It doesn't smell. It doesn't hold scent like other fabrics does. So if you're out on a five-day hunt, you don't have access to a washer, this is not going to hold your scent. It's not going to to get stinky and nasty. Um, it's also uh, quick drying. Um, you can hang this up in your tent. You can hang it up uh, on a clothesline. It's going to dry really quick. But the coolest part about Merino, in my opinion, is that when it gets wet, it still maintains it still maintains its warmth properties. So if there's a light rain or a snow and this gets wet, it's still going to keep me warm. There's no itch. There's It's, it's non-allergenic. It's an amazing, an amazing fabric. Minus 33. I stumbled upon minus 33 by accident. I was on backcountry.com and they were having a blowout sale. I needed some new Merino for a hunt that was coming up. And so I, I dove in, I bought it. And when I got it, it was the softest, best Merino I have ever felt in my entire life. I've not worn anything but minus 33 socks for everyday life, whether I'm hunting, hiking, or just, you know, out for the day. I haven't worn anything but minus 33 socks in over a year and a half. Every single day I'm wearing their underwear. Every single time I'm out hunting, whether it's 100 or whether it's 5, I'm wearing some sort of beanie to cover up my chrome dome and to keep that covered up and warm uh, or cool Whether if it's in the summer. But also, um, that UV protectant. I like to wear it in the summer. Um, guys, minus 33 does Merino, in my opinion, better than anybody else does it. Go check out minus 33 for all your Merino wool. And if you haven't ever tried Merino, Guys, you are missing out. It will change the way you layer. It will change the way you hunt. Go check out Marina Wool and go check out Minus 33. Guys, um, this has never happened before, so you're going to have to uh, <laughs> you're going to have to excuse me. I changed locations and settings because while we were recording, I lost all power at my house and uh, you know, I, I told Donnie, I said, "Well, we'll just we'll catch up, you know, whenever the power comes back on, but Due to calling some people and figuring out what happened, I don't know how long it'll be till I have power. So I just joined on my phone and we're going to keep rolling. So uh moved out to the bow shop area and uh, we'll do it out here on my phone. So what a better place to be, Exactly, right? man. Um, <laughs> but what I was saying, um, you know, I tell people I'm kind of an addict to hunting. Like I'm addicted to hunting. And when you look at it that way, you know, when you're addicted to something, that kind of it 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 makes your decisions for you. It decides what you do and how you do it and when you do it and why you do it. You know, if you're addicted to drugs, it's all about getting that next high. Every decision you make yeah. is, is to get that next high. Well, the same is kind of true with me for hunting. I mean, every decision I make is based off of the next hunt. And you know, if if we're looking at buying a new car, I'm like, well, let's find a car payment to where we can still afford to go on that elk hunt next year, you know. Um, you know, we, we make decisions to further our hunting. And so the same is true with that. It's when I wake up in the morning, it's not, man, I need to go work out so I can just look like Donnie. You know, it's, man, I need to work out so that I can, Easy. I can create more opportunities for myself to hunt. So that's the way I look at it, man, is, is I live a life that's going to create more opportunities and keep me in the woods longer uh, because I, I don't want to have to stop hunting when I'm 60. 
I don't want to have to stop hunting when I'm 70 or even when I'm 80. Um, and there's guys in my life who have proven that if I'll take care of myself, then, then I can keep hunting well into those ages. And so, uh, I just want to, I want to live a life that'll create that culture for me. That, that type of training is goal specific. And when I get clients that come to me and they're like, I want to lose weight. I'm like, okay, stop. That's not a goal. I want to hunt. I want to hang out with my kids more. I want to go on a cruise. I want to fit in that dress. I want to take my shirt off at the beach. Those are goals. Hunting is your goal. And you got to have a goal because that's your end game. That's what keeps you. That's what keeps you going from motivated discipline. Yeah. To keep doing that on a daily basis. So you got to have a goal. Pick a goal, whatever it is. But find a real tangible goal that's important to you. That's what you should move towards. Yeah. And, and you know, it was one of those deals. You know, like I said, all of these decisions were based off wanting to hunt more. But then when you start, it's like, man, my marriage is better. I don't, I don't yeah. get sick the way I used to get sick. I don't get sick near as much anymore. I say that yeah. while I've got a head cold, but um, <laughs> that's what you get when you go to Oklahoma for the weekend. I went down to Oklahoma and threw me all off whack. But, you know, I, I don't get the same kind of sickness as I used to get. I don't, you know, I don't get out of breath when my kids want to jump on the trampoline. I mean, it just created a better lifestyle for me altogether. And so um, we're too far now. I mean, I heard a guy once say, I would go back, but that life kind of sucked, you know? Like, yeah. why would I go back to that? It's hard too, Dylan, because everybody has to get to that point. You know, we all want to bring people along with us on that journey, right? Because you you get in there and you see how it changed your life and you want to draw them in. You're like, I want you to experience what I'm experiencing. I know I have that every single day. But you have to let people do that on their own time. You yeah. have people, you got to a point where you were tired of being sick and tired. I got to a point where I was tired of being sick and tired and everybody gets to that point, a little different reason at a little different time in their life. Some early, some late. The one thing I can tell you being an older guy, quite a bit older than you, it's never too late to start. That's right. It's never too late to make a decision and say, all right, I'm going to take control of my life. I'm tired of my life controlling me. I'm going to take control. And there's some power in that. When you, are doing things with intent to accomplish a goal. There's some power that happens in that. Yeah, I know for me, it has changed a lot of things in my life. So what are the biggest, what are the biggest tips you would say? Um, you know, quick, easy things that, that, that the listener can take and just start creating that better lifestyle with just some, maybe it's some tips in the gym. Maybe it's some diet tips. Maybe it's some, some movement tips, some stretching tips. Um, you know, that's something I hadn't even gotten into yet, but I remember telling one guy, man, I need to start stretching. And the guy said, why? Huge. He said, why? And I said, huge. you know, and, and it was a guy that, 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 you know, he's all about bodybuilding. And, and so to him, he was like, why, why do you want to get into it? And I just said, well, man, I mean, flexibility on the mountain is a big deal. I mean, it is literally just getting your leg up a step. If it's, if it's too high, you know, I mean, that type of flexibility uh, it's just a big deal. So what are some tips that, that you would, would start implementing for the, for the listener? I, I think your average listener, for me, the biggest thing I want to see them do, flexibility is huge, but do anything. Say, okay, I think I can carve out 20 minutes a day to go for a walk. 
and, and pick that goal and be consistent with that goal. Because what I found over years of doing this is once you get in doing those little things, you crave more because you start accomplishing something and you're like, okay, I feel a little better. Then you get to throw in, okay, maybe I'm going to go to the gym a couple days a week and I'm going to try and get a little stronger. And again, we're not talking bodybuilding. We're saying we're going to get our, we're going to move our muscles. We're going to stay flexible. I, I do train to get on stage. I do it a couple times a year, but I stretch a lot. Um, I do because I feel better when I'm loose and fluid and my muscles move right. You know, the worst thing in the world is to be all bound up and not be able to move and function the way you want to function. You know, I hunt with a lot of guys that are reasonably fit, you know, and the way I want to hunt, Dylan, I put a pack on and I disappear into Idaho or Utah or, you know, Colorado mountains for five to 15 days at a time. And so at my age, I need to be able to do that. I need to be able to know that I can hike in, hunt for that many days and get my ass out. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I, but I, that, I think we ahead. all know that guy who, you know, they come over to shoot and, and they shoot 30 shots or 40 shots and, and their arms, their, their shoulders is tired or they're, they're, they're exhausted. They're exhausted. And it's just, man, I love shooting my bow. And so if staying flexible and keeping healthy shoulders and doing some movements throughout the week. Yep can help me shoot my bow more and longer and, and more accurately and more successfully. I'm going to stink and do it. Like, yeah. no, no doubt about if, it. If I had to pick some areas, I would say work on leg and hip strength. So hinging and hip strength, you know, and leg strength, your core strength, because that is the one thing we don't utilize is core strength. If you want to be stronger in your back, you get a stronger core and then work on your shoulder strength. That stro shoulder strength and mobility is everything to be able to it. Even if you're just trying climbing up in a tree stand, you got to be able to reach up and get your pull your body up. And if, if you can't do that without, you know, it hurting or you're not strong enough or whatever, like there's something up there, you know, yeah. and it, it's little things. You know, when it comes to eating, I tell everybody, make one better decision a day. We got about seven times a day. We're going to make a food choice on average. Make one better decision. If the difference is I'm going to have a four patty burger from McDonald's or I'm going to have a piece of grilled chicken and eat some vegetables one time a day, just make one better decision. You know, those things all pile up. You know, I'm a big advocate for celebrate your little victories. You know, I, I've heard you celebrating your victories over and over while we've been talking. And I love that. I love that you're like, I couldn't do this, but now this is what I can do. And that's where, that's where it becomes an addiction. That's yeah. where we get out of motivated and we come dis, you know, we become disciplined. You know, I love your statement of your why, because that's it. That's actually a campaign we're working on right now is what's your why? I want to know from people, why do you do this? Why do you train? Why do you get outside? What, what's your why? You know, it's important to me. It's a huge thing in my life. I love the psychology of why people do things. and. What is your why? I know my why, you know, but I want to hear your why, because believe it or not, that's what motivates me. I don't motivate myself anymore. The people I interact with and see around me, that's what motivates me. And, and it's, it's just a magical thing that happens. And anybody can do it. Doesn't matter what age you start small and you grow. 
Just my two cents on it. <laughs> my biggest tip would be your local dam. <laughs> and I say that because I, I'm, I'm that that is a question I get a lot of. Dude, I, I live in, you know, Mississippi and I'm headed out west for the first time. What there's no elevation anywhere near me and, and I can't it's climb anywhere. Man, I go to my local dam all the time because I live in yeah. Kansas. If you if you want to go on a hike, all you got is a wheat field. Yeah, um, exactly. And so I go to my local dam all the time. I throw on my boots, I put on a pack, and I just walk. I walk yeah. up, I walk down, I side hill it. And you're like, well, it's not very long. Well, I just do it over and over again. Like I just yeah, it doesn't matter doing it. And uh, you know, A, it gets me outside. And, and I yeah. think, I mean, we're talking about supplements. Everybody is deficient in vitamin D. Everybody. Um, Especially this time of year. We're just coming out of the season yeah. where it's been cold. I don't, you know, in Utah, we had, we had 900 inches at the ski resorts this year. God. It's been insane the amount of snow we've had. And I've, I felt it, you know, it's why I supplement with vitamin D because I literally felt I can't get outside. I can't be myself. First sunny day, all I'm doing is craving to be outside. I want to go outside, be on the mountain, go for a hike, do what I want to do, you know. But I love the damn idea. That's why I get on a stair climber. That that climbing up a hill consistently at a static pace with some weight on your body, you want your heart rate to change and improve. That is a sure way to make it happen. I saw um I saw the the mountain tough guys put out a video not too long ago. And they said um, it was something about a, a, a burnout at the end of their workouts that they do. Yeah. And they basically just pick up kettlebells, say they're two 35-pound kettlebells, and they walk on the treadmill at the highest incline until they physically can't anymore. Yep. And, uh, you know, that's that's just, a again, just little things that we're like, man, I never thought of that. But it's like, yeah, dude, you pack on, you pack on that, that would be 70 pounds, and you put yeah. that mug at the highest elevation, you'll get out of breath, and you'll get out of breath quick. And you'll Fast. start building those leg yep. muscles to climb mountains quicker. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, easy things. There are easy things you can do to just create a better lifestyle. And it's it's fun. Yeah, it, it's, it is fun. And it's not hard. That's what I tell people. Everybody, there's so much information out there, I think, sometimes, Dylan, that people get overwhelmed. Yeah. How do I start? They're literally, they're, there's so much information, they're drowning in it. Do anything that you enjoy doing. And do it consistently. That that is the best thing you can do for yourself. You know, you love to go climb on the dam. I like to get on the mountain and go up, or get on the treadmill, or get on the, you know, on the stair climber. Like, do those things that you know I'll enjoy. This that doesn't mean they'll be fun, but at least you can get yourself to doing them. And there, you know, we're talking all this all this functional exercise. There are so many things that's just a whole lot of fun. Um, like I, I keep mentioning jumping on the trampoline with my kids. That's yeah. a crazy good workout. And it is your fun. heart will jump up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. playing basketball, like just going out with your boy or your, your girl and, and shooting hoops for a while and just yeah. playing ball and, and, you know, throwing a baseball. I mean, just getting out and moving your body. Get in it, the water with your granddaughters and go swimming. You want to get your, yeah. out of breath, you know, you get in and play in the water with them for an hour. You're, you're worn out. You know, you've Absolutely. Done Guys, it doesn't have to be difficult. And again, uh, neither of us are here to tell you that that you have to start doing all this these crazy programs and following a crazy strict diet. But what we are here to tell you is that 
it will create a better life for you. Uh, it will create more better hunting opportunities for you and you will enjoy it. So guys, get out there and try it. Guys, I oftentimes say that I always have a binocular harness on my chest. What good is a binocular harness without a good set of binoculars? I am a sucker for fine Japanese glass. I love good optics. I love spending time behind it. Um, it's just fun. It's fun to go out and look at stuff. Um, but also, good optics make spotting and looking through them a whole lot more enjoyable. Koa Optics does it and does it better than anyone else, in my opinion. They have some of the finest Japanese glass on planet Earth. It's all I've used for the past, I don't know, eight years or so. This right here, the Koa 55, is one of the best products ever made in the history of the universe. It is the smallest, most compact scope you can get, but it still offers phenomenal glass. It's really hard to find a, a spotter that is this small, this light, this compact. You can throw it in your backpack. You can leave it in your truck. It's so small and so compact, but it still offers phenomenal glass. This is one of my favorite products ever. Guys, if you're in the market for new optics, I would highly encourage you to check out Koa Optics because they are, in my opinion, the best glass that you can buy. Go check them out. Um, Donnie, where can they find more about Ready? And where can they find you? How can they get in touch with you? How can they shop your supplements? Tell them all about it. Uh our website is libready.com. Again, that's L-I-V-E-R-E-D-Y.com. We expose everything about our supplements. We don't use proprietary blending. We talk about all of our ingredients and expose it all on our site. We also do full-line CBD on our site, as long with our supplements. They're a huge part of Impactful on my life, for my sleep, for my recovery, for inflammation, and things of that nature. Um, I'd love to talk to you about that at some time at length. I, it's a huge thing. But we're on social media, Ready Nutrients, um, across all the spectrums, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of it. So, but yeah, reach out to me. I would, I'd love to hear people what they want to do and what their goals are. That's what I'd love to hear from your people is this is my goal. This is what I want to do. And if I can help them get there, I'm more than willing to help. And guys, I'll also say this. I've used a lot of supplements and... Donnie's are very affordable compared to a lot of them. Um, you know, if you, I mean, if you look at, we've, we've talked about his BCAA and electrolyte blend. Um, if you look at that one, what, what's that cost? $29. Yeah. And it, most in the market comparably are 49. And, and I mean to tell you guys, it will make you feel better. Like it, I was at the zoo the other day and I started getting dehydrated and I popped a scoop and I just started feeling better. I mean, I started, yeah. The, the energy levels, the hydration levels, you know, I mean, it just, you, you feel so much better. So guys, I would highly encourage you to check them out. Thanks Dylan. It's been great to talk with you, man. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Sorry for the delay and the mess up and, <laughs> and having to finish in my garage and, and now your car is driving by, but um, I wanted to get this episode out. And uh, again, I, I don't know how much longer I'll be without, without power. So we had to finish it and had to get it out. So I hope you forgive me and I hope you enjoy the episode nonetheless. But guys, start implementing some of these tips and, and start living a happier, healthy life because you, you'll you never regret it. You'll never regret being more active, being more fit. You'll never regret those healthy choices you make. Guys, thanks for listening. Y'all have a great week. Have a good week, guys. 